1: It's time, it's time, time, time to get in the zone, time to get in the zone with the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian.
0: Here we are, just three bums with ball caps on, with another <laughs> episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast on the Odyssey Network. Oh my goodness. I am Zane, I got... My homies, Brian Rennick and Al Sacco with me. And, man, uh, if you haven't been following along, that was a riff off of uh, some comments that we received recently that were pretty funny. But uh, anyways, a lot to talk about. Um, I, I really wish the Niners were playing this week, and and they they came really close. Uh, we saw for the last time until September, essentially, uh, or I guess August in, in preseason, a lot of the Niners in 49ers uniforms that were in the Pro Bowl. Uh, I always think that the Pro Bowl is always kind of cool to see your your favorite players one last time before they get into the offseason, the longest offseason in all professional sports. But, man, there's there's a lot that has to be settled with this 49ers team in this offseason. And what would a Niners offseason be without some quarterback controversy, right, guys? That's our that's our favorite thing to do around here. The last five or so years, that's that's the number one topic, right?
1: And it's not going away, it doesn't look like, with with the injury to to Purdy. And we found out that Purdy's going to have surgery on on February 22nd. So what's going to happen is Purdy said today, he was actually on CanBR today. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but he said there could be some question as to getting a hybrid surgery, which is reconstruction with the internal brace. So we're going into it thinking the repair with the internal brace for sure. All the surgeons have said that, and that's what we're hoping for. So they still think that it's this the six-month time window where you can throw again after three, and then for six months, he, he, he's good to go. So six months from February 22nd, August 22nd, right? That, that's when mm-hmm. it is, which is going to put you pretty much significantly into camp if, if it is that, that full six months. But for me, I have to wait and see what the surgery is and, see, and really get that real timeline. But right now, all we can do is speculate with it. It looks like he's going to be back in the six months. If he is back in the six months, he has a little time to get ready before before the f- first week of the season. There's still there's there's still what it would be about three weeks probably I think or something along those lines. Uh, four I have to look when the first game is. But he does have some time to get himself ready if it is that six months. And Lance has some time to maybe you know shorten the gap a little bit and put some pressure on Birdie and maybe show that he's he's taken a step too. But Again, like you said, Zane, it's not going to go away all off season. We're going to keep talking if, then, but it's going to drive me crazy. I just want one off season where we're just talking about, hey, the quarterback's going to play in week one, and like this is the guy. But there's going to be all this. It's already, it's already nauseating. It just keeps going back and forth, back and forth. And yeah, I don't think it's going to go anywhere unless we know for sure like he is healthy and ready to go on a specific date.
2: Yeah. We've been waiting to hear the decision on which surgery he is choosing. And, you know, we finally have that, which is, you know, they are, they are electing to go with the, the six month timeline, right. The the non-reconstruction, but as Purdy said on KMBR and, and Dr. Parav, who uh, is uh, kind of the, the Bay area sports uh, medicine expert on, on Twitter, if you will um, you know, talked about how MRIs can give you a great indication of of kind of what the damage is, but in reality, they don't really know until they go in and they open them up and they, they take a look at the ligament to see whether or not the ligament can be salvaged. And so really it it is, it is essentially a, if you will, a game time decision about whether or not it's going to be reconstruction or not. And that's going to be wholly dependent upon the health of, of the ligament in the elbow. And so, you know, obviously, best case scenario is six months. You know, it was interesting. Uh, Jack Hammer, who covers the 49ers for the Santa Rosa Press Democrat, uh, <clears throat> tweeted out a, a video that um, someone had someone had previously tweeted back in 2020 of Nick Mullins. Uh, and it was four months post-surgery. And he was throwing, right? So Nick Mullins had, Nick Mullins essentially had the same surgery. He had the, the mm-hmm. same surgery that, that Purdy's about to have. Where they installed the brace, and 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 it was four months, and and you could see him throwing the football, and you know I I was a smart ass and and you know he was it looked like he was throwing maybe like a twenty yard pass, and I was like oh wow, like Nick Mullins back to full arm strength, four months post-op, <laughs> like good news for Purdy, right? But um, but uh, but yeah, so you know it, it, that's the frustrating part. Just like the Eagles game, it's all just a big what if right now. Uh, mm-hmm. for for this entire off season and you know 49ers players are starting to kind of hit some of these podcasts and things after the season ended the you know the pro bowl's over some of them are, are in in Arizona doing radio row and things like that and even you know they they George Kittle's been asked about about the uh the 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 future of the quarterback position and other uh other players Joe Montana who for whatever reason thinks that
0: it should be Jimmy Garoppolo it doesn't
2: doesn't make Joe, sense to oh, me I love like, you, but,
0: we, yeah we know why because he he essentially was Jimmy Garoppolo at one point right where that
2: that's the part where I feel that's like that's that is what it is but somebody else pointed out it's like it's weird that the most clutch quarterback of all time uh is advocating for the team that he played for to start one of the least clutch quarterbacks of all time and I was like oh that's a
0: great point Like. Wait, Jim to- the anti Joe Montana in the play playoffs. He, he advocated for Tony Romo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice,
2: nice,
1: yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Lance to his credit too. He's going to be hearing stuff all offseason, and he, you know, he's down in Super Bowl doing interviews, and he handles himself so well. It's it's hard not. How can you not root for the kid? Handles himself well, carries himself well, works hard, is likable. I want the You know, I am wishing the best for both of them. I, I personally I, do. I think Purdy should be the quarterback. Yes, again, the proof is on the field. For God's sakes, they they were hit as prolific as an offense since they've had since Steve Young. Program. I mean, what what's the argument? Yeah. But I, if if Lance seems to overtake overtake him, great, great. I don't care. I I just want the team to win games. I is I just want the best quarterback plays. I don't couldn't care less which one of them it is. Just in living in reality, I, I, I think there's if you said Purdy doesn't have a leg up, a healthy Purdy doesn't have a leg up, you're, you're in are He's, yeah, he, I think Kyle Shanahan obviously loves Bert. He obviously loves him. Yeah. Um, I read something somewhere where they said like he was like daydreaming about putting him in and like he's, you know, they've loved him since the word go. And again, you see, he seems just like he's he's in sync with Kyle. It, it, it just seems like all of a sudden Kyle's finally like, yes, I, I have my guy. We think the same, we see the field the same, everything. And it's just, it's all the signs are pointing to him, but I'm rooting for Lance too. the best man.
0: Yeah, I think. Last year oh, we go were, ahead.
1: Go ahead, Zane.
0: Last year we were at we were at the same spot last year where Lance was supposed to be QB one, ready to take over, and we were cool with it. And he was taking over arguably a, a worse team because you didn't have Christian McCaffrey at that time. Right. That's a good point. So we were cool with that, right? And we were okay with that. We're like, okay, they're gonna be they're gonna be a really good team with Trey Lance at quarterback. The only thing that's really changed now has been the emergence of Brock Purdy. That's it. That's been the biggest factor in all of this. Then that's not a reflection on Trey Lance at all. That's just a reflection on Brock Purdy and how great he was in this offense and what he was able to do. I mean, I, I still look at this, and it's it's unfortunate because he had that winning streak the entire year, and then you know he'll get that one loss added to his record in the championship game, which he exactly, played yeah. six minutes of, and that's that's not fair, right? But that being said, like he he put up some like you said unreal numbers with this offense for the first time under Kyle and I think that the way that they're going to approach this is obviously Trey is going to be the only healthy <laughs> healthy quarterback on the roster unless they draft or sign somebody, which they obviously will. Yeah. But yeah. Trey's going to start off as QB one in training camp. I feel like, due to the familiar- familiarity of the offense and just knowing oh, yeah. knowing the system, they will probably they will probably have to either draft or or sign somebody to back him up while Brock is is getting healthy. And and I think that I'm okay with them taking another flyer in the draft. And this is why you have four years potentially of a, another rookie contract. Your entire QB room is on rookie contracts. You've got deals coming up for Bosa. You probably will have to restructure McCaffrey as well to be able to, to resign others. You've got a, a whole plethora of free agents that Al, you had listed off in a tweet that we will go mm-hmm. over at some point in the off as well. So to have another rookie quarterback in that room and to be able to, and Kyle's proven that like, look, I, I feel like there's a lot of questions about Kyle's ability with rookie quarterbacks. Like he found his guy in Brock Purdy. Like those questions to me just takes one quarterback. Those go away. Right. I'm no longer questioning Kyle Shanahan with rookie quarterbacks. Right. Cause he, he made it work with Brock. So, I think it'll be that it'll be, it'll be Trey as QB one until Brock gets healthy, and he may have to start a game or two in the, in the regular season, depending on Brock's health and and his and mm-hmm. his recovery. And what you're going to see behind him is either another another rookie, or uh, there's veterans, right? Like Washington has a, has a log jam at quarterback. They'll be they'll be having a new quarterback next year as well. They'll be re- releasing some of their guys. There are other teams that have been. <laughs> I hate to say it, Sam Darnold, right? And the Niners uniform. There's other quarterbacks, right, that are out there that wow. are that are serviceable that you can get a couple of games out of while Brock gets healthy, right? So I think that's what they'll do is they'll take it essentially on a, on a four-week sort of basis at the beginning of the season. And if they have to insulate themselves for four weeks by signing a veteran, then they will. But for now, Trey's QB1, I'm cool with that. I was cool with that last year. I'm cool with that this year until Brock comes back and then it's Brock's team.
1: We were cool with that. Not to cut so just really quick, yeah. we were cool with that on December fourth, the first game. Bright Brock played. We were ready for Lance to come back two months yep. ago. So it's not again. If it's not yeah. the worst thing in the world, if if that's what season has to start out with.
2: Well, and and the thing that I think is unique about this whole situation is, you know, it feels like we're exactly back to where we were last off season, right? But the whole dynamic has shifted, and so you know, twenty twenty one and then all off season, right? There was, there were two camps, right? You were either in the Trey camp or you were in the Jimmy camp, you know, and how, regardless of how ridiculous a, a dichotomy like that is, right? It, it it was true. You were either, you know, a Trey truther or you were, uh, you know, or, or you were, you wanted Jimmy, Jimmy Garofalo, right? And, and I know for the majority of people, like, and I can speak for myself, I want to trade. I want to trade in 2021 because I knew, hey, this kid, this kid is only going to develop with game reps, right? Like, you guys are the ones that decided to draft him. The Patrick Mahomes plan is is not going to work for this kid because he doesn't. He just doesn't have enough football under his belt. Like, he mm-hmm. needs to play football. That's what he needs to do. And you're not really letting him do that in favor of Jimmy Garoppolo, who at that point. You knew who he was. Fans knew who he was. And so for me, I've been, I was start Trey day one, specifically because I already knew what I had in Jimmy Garoppolo and I knew it wasn't enough. I wanted something different. And now it feels like we're back in camps and it's Trey or Brock, but the argument for the argument is, has shifted. It's changed, right? You still don't know what you have in Lance and, and the, and the talent is tantalizing. Right. And, and, you know, I was talking to my wife last night about something completely different. And I said, you know, hope is, is one of the most powerful things we have in this universe as as human beings. Right. Hope is incredibly powerful. Um, And right now we have hope that Trey Lance with the tools that he has can become, you know, one of these elite franchise quarterbacks. And we're going to talk about, you know, how many of those we have in the NFL right now in a little bit, but, And then there's brock purdy and the difference in brock purdy is you know what you have in brock because you saw it for eight games Mm -hmm. and it was great we knew what we had in jimmy garoppolo because we'd seen it for years and it wasn't enough so now so now as as you have this group that is still very vocal about trey lance and his potential they look less they look less valid, right, than mm-hmm. than they did previously because you're arguing against this, this quarterback who just came in and went on an eight-game win streak and had this offense operating on all cylinders for arguably the first time since Kyle Shanahan has been
0: here. And, and so, he wasn't just managing games either. He was like he right. was actually playing like a starring role. It's it's very right. different, right? Between right. like a game manager, and what Brock did too.
2: Yeah. So it's just it's just an interesting. It's interesting that we're back to the same spot where you've got two camps. It's mm-hmm. just for totally different reasons now, and it's just interesting yeah. again that there are people who are like, "Look, I saw what Brock did. I still think Trey should be QB one." And it's like based on based on what? Right, like right. you can't really base that on anything before. I based that on I've seen what I had with Jimmy Garoppolo it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I have in Trey Lance, but I'd rather try that than, you know, get to the postseason or get to the NFC Championship game and, and falter again, which we ended up doing, but for totally different reasons. But that was fine. But now it's like, no, I, I saw what Brock did. And, and there's no reason to think that he cannot continue to do that. And so until we see that he's not, like it absolutely has to be Brock Purdy. It just does. yeah 100 percent.